Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another episode, and thank you so much for joining me. We've had a little bit of a break, um, which was a couple of days off um, between the holiday, the holiday weekend. I was doing some traveling, so I took a little bit of a break from the podcast, but I had some videos up. I have some videos on IGTV, if you're following me on Instagram, and I have a bunch of videos on my YouTube page, which is Financial Emancipator, and I want to thank everybody who's been on um, the YouTube page, subscribing sharing the videos, watching them. Um, one of my first video that I have on there. Um, so the video that I have on the Asian nail salons has over a thousand views and I'm really excited about that. I appreciate that. There's been a lot of sharing, a lot of comments, you know, there's some positive, some negative, but that's what comes in when you do those kind of things. And a couple of other videos about, um, are getting some traction with a lot of comments about, uh, um, just having interactive comments. And again, I take the good with the bad, so it's all good. Um, I, I really appreciate that. I'm, I like doing the videos. I like getting the content out there through video as well. Um, because, and that's why sometimes I'll do a video and not do a podcast. And so if you're looking for the content kind of daily, check out and subscribe to the YouTube page or check out IGTV. If there's not a podcast, there's usually a video that's kind of going up. And some days I, I actually get a chance to do both. Um, so just, just how the content is flowing. It's, it feels really good. I'm, I really appreciate you guys sticking with me as we kind of go through this. And just as it as it evolves, as I would say. So today I want to talk a little bit about your financial personality. Um, there, there are these there are these ways in which and I've talked about this in prior prior podcasts, the ways in which we kind of grow up and we emulate those people around us who um, who demonstrate financial habits and financial ways. We, de- we end up emulating a lot of those habits because it's what we learn. But sometimes there are ways in which you see things about people who are around you. You maybe get a chance to see the consequences to that. And you decide that that's not for you. You decide that that's not something that you want to do or have or be a part of. And therefore you you kind of make a change in the way in which you manage your own finances. But then there are ways sometimes that you kind of grow up and, 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 and absent of how you grew up. You have a financial personality that is just inherent to who you are and your and who you what your personality is like. So if you're a person who overindulges, like if you're a person who will eat too much sweets, who will shop too much, who will, you know, party too much, drink too much, if that's part of your personality, if you have a personality that's indulgent, it's likely that that spills into your finances and you may be a spender. So your financial personality may be a spender. If you're a person who has a conservative mind, you're very conservative, very thoughtful about things and the way you, the ways in which you move about stuff, you may be a saver. You may be a person who has a saver personality and that might be natural. And so absent of how you grew up or what people are, your personality is risk adverse and therefore you are just kind of like a saver. You keep things, you keep your money because it makes you feel safe. Um, you can also be someone who sits in the middle. Maybe sometimes you indulge and sometimes you save and then that's kind of like your personality. And, and so you'd be like a middle of the road personality as it relates to being a, a, a spender versus a saver. So you'd be like in the middle. But what I, the reason I bring this up is because I think much like any other thing about your personality, it's important to know your financial personality because it is it dictates your habits. Are you a procrastinator in life? Do you procrastinate with everything else? That's that that 
probably ends up being reflected in your finances as being a person who um, is late on your bills or late to pay bills or late to kind of fix things that have to do with your finances. Are you a person who who um, who hides things and, and avoids things? Then you're probably also a person who like debt will come up or things will come up and you'll act like it's not there. Like these are the kind of things that show up in your personality in other ways and, and then or two to show up in your personality as far as showing up in the ways in which you manage your money. So it's it's kind of like, it's a good thing to do to assess who you are and what your personality is in that way because it helps you to decide and decipher um, what tools you need in order to kind of get yourself on the right path financially. So certain people... You know, when I talk to different clients and, they, and I try to get them to understand what they need, it's not for me to tell you what you need. I really want you to to understand and think of what you need. But in order to do that, you have to know who you are, what your personality is, what your financial personality is. What are your, what what is it that you lean towards the most? What is it that you kind of, what is your, your lowest common denominator? What is the thing that you are the most likely to do? In a scenario where you have $5,000 and you've just gotten it and it just came into your, what are you more likely to do? Are you more likely, and this is a good question. Everyone should ask themselves this question and be honest. If right now someone dropped $5,000 in your lap, right? What are you the most likely to do? Are you the most like, are you more likely to spend it on an indulgent purchase that you've been wanting, but you didn't have the money? Are you more likely to save it? Or just put it in the bank and just save it for a rainy day? Are you more likely to split it and do half, spend it on something that you wanted and save it on the rest? Or are you more likely to give it away to other people and kind of just just kind of not have any track of it, no, not know where any of it went, just kind of just let it go away? You have to understand which one you would do because it's a dic- it dictates who you are as a person, a financial, like who, you, what your f- financial personality is. And then when you think about that and you understand who you are, you can make changes that help you better manage your finances and also help you to reach the goals that you have. So if you have a goal to save $10,000 towards a down payment for your house and you know that your financial personality is that you are a spender, that means that anytime you get money, you want to spend it. The ways and tools and things and efforts you need to make in order to adjust that behavior are different from a person who's already naturally a saver. So that's why things have to be spe- specific to who you are and who you, what your financial personality is. But when you're seeking help with your finances, you have to first find out and figure out for yourself, who are you? Who, who are you? Before you can say, you know, I <clears throat> I need this help or I want this or I'm going to use this standard thing. And that's why when I meet with clients, I do, before we work together, I do a consultation because I want to, I want to understand who you are so that I can make a, make and develop a plan that works for you. Again, there are some standard things, but those standard things are not going to work for everybody. Like I said, if you're a spender and you need to save there are different types of things that we have to do in order to get you to save. If you're already naturally a saver and a hoarder of money and you want to save for something big, there's not going to be the same um, prescription for you. 
And so that's the kind of thing that we have to think about and, and, and consider when it comes to creating a financial plan. Who are you? What is your financial personality? And, and I want you, if you, as you're thinking about this, just ask yourself that. Who are you? What do you get? What Do you get joy out of spending money? Do you feel safe from saving money? Do you get um, a, a, a sense of accomplishment when you have a certain money saved? Do you feel good when you give money to other people? You have to get into the emotional part of how you handle your money because it dictates a lot of the actions you take and can also be the part that dictates where you end up in your finances. So understanding that those kind of personality traits really play a role in your finances and knowing and recognizing and being honest about who you are as a general person and therefore how that speaks to your financial personality is one thing that will really help you on the road to financial emancipation because you can't get there telling lies about yourself or not acknowledging who you are. And you really can't get there having a prescription for medicine that won't work for the problem that you have. So if you have a cold and I give you, if you have a cold and I say, okay, here Here's what here you have a cold. Let me give you some stomach medicine. That doesn't make sense. And that's exactly what happens when you go to get consultations or you try to get help with your finances and you haven't first acknowledged who you are and what you need. So it's really important to think about that. Think about who you are. Be honest with yourself about who you are and then be willing to move forward. Kind of going forward with the idea that you are going to deal with the deal with yourself as you are and not kind of as you maybe wish you were or as someone would tell you kind of that you you should be you're going to deal with yourself as you are and therefore the prescription that you get will help to cure whatever ails you so thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group there. There's some great conversation and dialogue happening there. And please go ahead on over to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Financial Emancipator. There's some really good videos there. If you see anything that you find interesting, share it, share it on your social media so I can, so more people can get a chance to see the videos and watch and commentate um, and, get, and get involved in the conversation because we want this financial emancipation for everyone. And if, if you have any questions for me or you feel, feel free to reach out to me, my email is Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.